did you know that you could be doing your affirmations wrong? What? Yeah, yeah. There's a secret to how you're supposed to do your affirmations. What do you mean? I mean, how could it be wrong? Well, you know, sometimes when we say things a certain way, we don't feel very good about it, do we? So that's not something we want to affirm, is it? That's true. Maybe we should talk about this in a few minutes. Let's stick with us. Stay tuned. (laughs) Welcome to Find Your Lady Tribe. I am your host, Brenda Ridgely, author, speaker, and midlife women's coach. This season is dedicated to your midlife mindset. So be sure to subscribe now to be notified of a new episode each week. I am honored to be joined this season by co-host Tressa Bryant of Love and Life Coaching. She is a mindset, trauma, and relationship expert. Join our inner circle to be the first to know about retreats, workshops, events, and receive tribe building tips. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash find your lady tribe to join. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> so unless you're like living in a hole somewhere, probably you've probably heard that affirmations are really good for you, right? Yes. And because too often our inner voice is kind of reeling on past tapes of like inadequacy and how we're not enough and what other people are thinking and we didn't do that right and the woulda, shoulda, couldas. Mm-hmm. And really it takes an intentional practice to turn that around. And we've heard about what I am statements are, you know, right? I yeah. am. And we want to say things like beautiful, smart, talented, ambitious, all these great things. Right. And there are all different kinds of uh, advice. There's lots of advice on there, how you should do it and why and when, and, mm-hmm. you know, should you do it before bed in the morning, both throughout the day? What, how does this all work? <laughs> it's definitely been a fad too. I mean, like for some people who never heard of it before, there's a lot of things right now. I think in the coaching world, don't you, that are, everybody's kind of cookie cuttering it, so to speak. So <clears throat> yeah, where, where on earth do you start? Right. Right, right. Where do you start and how do you turn those <clears throat> tapes in your head around to actually be, automatically mm-hmm. saying and, and affirming you and telling you how wonderful you really are. Right. Exactly. You know, um, when we talk about after affirmations, we, when we speak something, Brenda, I think it really mm-hmm. makes us feel something. So mm-hmm. like, I'm a big believer that your words are your power, or one of your superpowers. Right. And so if you are walking around and you're going, gosh, dang, I just feel really crappy today. I don't Mm -hmm. feel well. Mm -hmm. You kind of, your energy sort of comes down. So Mm -hmm. another thing that can happen to you is that you can say, my gosh, I just feel amazing. I feel great. I'm excited about what I'm about to do today. We're going somewhere that I'm really looking forward to. And it's easier, like your level of vibration and feeling is up there a little more. And so what, what you're saying in those affirmations might feel a little more true to you. So, right. Uh, let's say for instance, if you're having just a really kick-ass hair day yeah, and like you, go, you are today and you go into the bathroom, <laughs> you're like, man, I am having a kick-ass hair day today. You believe it and you feel it. And that's right. something that just feels empowering. Right. So I love that we can use these words to empower us. <clears throat> Absolutely. <clears throat> and you just, you said the key word, the believing part. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think all too often we get in a routine of, tr- of 
the work of affirmations, right? right. Yeah, yeah. Of like being uh, too intentional to the point where it's like you're not feeling it, right? Right. And and maybe you don't believe it. And yeah. so what happens then? I mean, you, you mentioned there's a trick to it or a right way, a wrong way. Well, I truly believe that there is. And I believe that we can use affirmations in, in a wrong way because when we are saying something that we feel is an untruth, we're affirming that untruth more than we are the affirmation. We're actually trying to affirm. You mean so you? So, I could be saying <clears throat> I am beautiful, but I'm not feeling it, so I'm actually making it worse. Yeah, you could actually make it worse because something within in you that doesn't believe that you're beautiful in that mm -hmm, moment mm -hmm. actually says, "No, you're not beautiful." <laughs> it it just kind of contradicts you contradict yourself because we have neural pathways that we travel down. And we have been used to traveling down these neural pathways and these patterns in our brain for, I mean, seriously, some of us are trying to undo the work of 20 plus years, right? Oh, yeah. Whether it be from our parents or their parents or um, spouses or teachers or anybody. An that, event in your life that oh, kind of went the wrong way and, and you oh. just just gave yourself such a hard time or other people gave you a hard time. Totally. And it didn't make you feel very beautiful. Mm -mm. And so... Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we can associate our beauty with so many different things, right? We can associate it with the clothing we're able to, to wear. We can associate it with what we weigh or what we don't weigh or how athletic we are or just all of the things, the makeup, whether we're doing that right every day or not. So there's so much pressure. But here's the thing. When you really want to change something, you need to be able to feel it because if you are in the wanting of it still, you're still focused on wanting that, not actually feeling like you have it already. Right. So when we affirm things to ourselves in our affirmations, we want to get a feeling of that. So if you're just mm -hmm. like going, okay, Tress, how on earth, if I don't feel beautiful, how do I get to a point where I can begin using training my brain for a new neural pathway because mm -hmm. you're doing something repeated over and over and over again, which is a paradigm. It's a habitual pattern that you have that you repeat actually kind of on autopilot without even knowing it. You get so ingrained in traveling that same way every day. What we're doing now is we're taking a new path. So we have to start out, and number one, just be kind to right. yourself and be open to being curious and exploring instead of calling it out as some untruthful thing. Yeah. Why don't we say, what if I was beautiful? What if I am beautiful? And that raises your vibration just a little bit mm -hmm. more and you start to get curious instead of judgmental. Yeah. And I think there's a couple ways to approach it. Um, if you're really not feeling it, maybe looking for the best feeling thought in that direction that you can sign up for, Absolutely. right? Go there and just really love on yourself right there where you are. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like you suggested, maybe you need to uh, put, some, put a few minutes into it and think about a time when you really did were drop dead gorgeous and, yes. and that, how you felt and what, what, how people, you perceive them looking at you and right. just how powerful you felt and put yourself back into a space of yes. that. So a couple of different strategies, depending on what you're feeling right then. Yeah. Use your imagination and go to that place where you felt that before. It is so powerful when you draw on, draw from rather a, 
a powerful past self or even a powerful future self, right? right? So you could say, okay, well, yeah, I am actually doing this in this program. And I think my future self is going to look back and go, girl, you are beautiful. So there's a million ways to draw. Uh, another one is just reframing. So, you know, what if the word beautiful isn't really the, the word that resonates with you in that moment? You can just change it up and use a different word. Say, mm -hmm. I am so unique. I am so unique. I am so interesting. And what, you know, absolutely. Maybe it's your, maybe it's your eyes that are just uh, mm -hmm. captivating. Right. Maybe it's your yeah. beautiful smile. Yes. Or your teeth are so straight. Whatever. Exactly. <laughs> whatever it yourself. is. Maybe you love your elbows. I don't know. But the thing is, is that then you're shifting the energy and the vibration and the feeling mm -hmm. of the affirmation. And you're no longer in the wanting or needing to make that true. You're in the space of allowing and, and then af affirming. Mm -hmm. And that's what affirmations are about, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And <laughs> Honestly, for years, I was just saying the words. Well, we because get we get told to do that. Repeat what, them over and over that's again. That's what I first learned to do. Yeah. And along with meditation, which I'd love to tap into here a little bit as well. I yeah. like to say that I'm a uh, meditation, you know, I, I want to believe. I want to be able to really be good at this kind of thing. I I can't say that I've ever felt like, oh, I can drop into a meditative state like that, even though I have been practicing and try and giving it a go for years yeah, yeah. but uh, I want to believe and I, I'm going to keep trying because you do feel better at, you know after 5 10 15 minutes mm -hmm. than you did before what's what's your how do you think the two play together or do they in your I think they totally do and here's one of the things that that I have found that has worked really well for me I'm my meditations now are about an hour in the morning. So mm -hmm. I'm they're a long meditation. That sounds like to some people like pure misery <laughs> because you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't even make it like two minutes. I'm like thinking about the dog food that I need to buy later on today or the kids game or the groceries or whatever the heck the monkey yeah. mind is just like chattering away. You guys, that's how I started out. Like somebody told me when my kids were younger, they were like, Tristan, have you ever tried? Cause I was always so busy. I filled I didn't feel my value and my worth the way that I do now. And I felt like I needed to fill up the room with either words or busyness. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. that was my way of distracting myself from what I was actually feeling in that time. So I, w I looked at that person when they offered up, you know, have you ever tried meditation? I was like, are you out of your mind? I do not have time for meditation. Right, that's a little woo-woo yeah. yeah. for me. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. And now it's part of my practice that I would never give up. Yeah. So I realize that uh, we all need to be able to have an open space and drop our idea of it, first of all, so that we are open to the idea of even trying it. Right. And that's just a great starting point. You just go, oh, okay, I, I am going to actually see what this is all about. People talk about it. It sounds weird. I've never tried it and I don't know how to do it. Well, you don't have to know how to do anything special. The only thing you have to know how to do is breathe. And most of us know how to do that. Yeah. So you're just sitting still and you just sit still. And if your brain starts talking about the things you have to do and all that, just return to the breath and just 
I just like to say, sit, yeah. dog, sit, because that's what Joe Dispenza says. It's like training a dog to sit. It keeps wanting yeah. to get back up again. That Those little yes. thoughts, those little taking you down your <clears throat> grocery list or what's next on your agenda. Exactly. You just, that you just recognize it, acknowledge <clears throat> it, forgive yourself and say, sit, and yeah. Yeah. And then go f- return to the breath. Just return to your breath or whatever. So it's like, make it fun. Make mm-hmm. it make it like interesting in the beginning. Just make it to where each time you try it, I can promise you if you keep going, it's going to feel better and better and better. And um, it absolutely has changed my life in ways where I feel like I'm way more settled uh, way more calm, way more connected to my divine source or God or, you know, the infinite, whatever you choose to call that. Um, I feel like I'm <clears throat> connected all the time. Right. Now, my intuition, Brenda, also has gone skyrocketed. So the that's what I agree with. Yeah. That happens for me as well. That's when you can <clears throat> hear it for the first time. Because yeah. with our busy lives and our next, next, next mentality, we don't allow ourselves the quiet so that our inner voice can speak to and through us. Right. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I know that I can get up from a meditation and I have to literally write things down as fast as mm-hmm. I can because there's so much coming in. Um, in the evening, I use a meditation practice where I go through a very calm time and I thank all of the parts of my body, my hands, my eyes, my ears, everything that did some work for me that day, even my skin, mm-hmm. uh, whatever comes to my mind. And then I just give it all permission to rest. And I tell myself, you know, that whatever my brain is working on now, I give it permission to rest and rejuvenate. And that after eight hours of sleep, I will awaken with the answers that I need. Mm -hmm. If there's a problem that I'm working on and I'll wake up refreshed and rejuvenated. And I have been doing that practice now for a long time, probably about two years. I sleep a full eight hours a night, every single night I don't get up Mm -hmm. and I wake up in the morning and I literally feel rejuvenated. And so I just sit after that practice and breathe in And pretty soon I'm finding myself falling right into my slumber and I just lay down and I go to bed that way. Well, and that's a great way to incorporate your affirmations into your meditation. Totally. By kind of setting the stage. This is what's going to happen to my body tonight. And thank you, body. Gratitude is a great, huge place for to bring in into your meditation. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can meditate and just meditate on one affirmation as a focus. Yeah. Okay. Um, So a mantra, right? Yeah. You could have something that you're saying in your head. Like if you, what a mantra does for you is if you wander, it opens up space for you. So you come back to the mantra. If you Mm -hmm. say, I am still, I am still kind of pulls you back. And then now you've got a space just to return to the breath. So if you try to go from your thought back to the breath, then you're sometimes can be overthinking. So sometimes a mantra is really helpful and you just go, I'm still, yeah. and you just can return to that. So whatever works, some people will count beads and they will do their affirmations mm-hmm. with the bead or a mala, right? Yeah. I know that you love those. So, yeah. I mean, here's the thing I think to any of these practices, Brenda, is that finding out what works well for you and really, really feeling into it. If you don't believe what you're doing, you know, they say fake it till you make it, and that's okay. 
But I think what's even a step better than that is just finding something that feels, like you said, just a little bit better than than what you feel is an untruth. Right. So what actually is true for you in that minute that you can gently reach for and use in your favor to turn towards a practice that could change your life? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't feel like you have to start with an hour. Right. Oh, gosh. You no. know, if someone had told oh, you that big oh, at the beginning, um, no. it would have been. So if it's five minutes. Yeah. And maybe you have to lock yourself in the bathroom yep. or whatever to, <laughs> yeah, to, to avoid people or distractions, yeah. uh, whatever it takes, just five minutes, just focusing on your breath or maybe get a, a guided five minute meditation, just one of those breathe mm-hmm. apps or a meditation app or, or yeah. uh, there's lots of stuff available out there on YouTube as far as five minutes, 10 minutes, 13 minutes, 20 minutes, an yeah. hour, you know, work your way up and yeah. you can find things that really resonate with you as far as um, what what the intention you want to set with it. Or if you're just there to be, mm-hmm. to listen, to, to be open and receive. Yes. Um, all of those things. I think a lot of time when we have an outcome that's expected, it almost makes it a little bit harder. Like, so if you're, if you do have an intention, like you said, um, I would just say just from my practice to make it something gentle mm-hmm. because you aren't trying to control the situation in that moment. You're, you've asked I believe that you can ask spirit to guide you. I do believe that you can ask spirit to, to guide you. And so when you do, if you have an intention for your meditation, just say, I'm open to receiving messages about the thing that I have a question about, or I am open to receiving a sign sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometime today Mm -hmm. uh, with this intention, show me, show me something uh, where I'll know and recognize that sign. And actually, Brenda, that's really kind of fun when you start playing with something like that. Right. Show me a, a blue feather, a butterfly today. I mean, seriously. And yeah, I mean, it, it, happens yeah it's it's pretty exciting when it happens I I one time asked to see a um a great Pyrenees dog which they're not they're very they're very not common I hadn't seen one in years I had one as a child and I just put that out there I I, want to see a great Pyrenees and that day in the afternoon no no crap yeah (laughs) there was one walking down the street with someone I was like no freaking way. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you're like, like and then you're it. like, thank you so thank much. You. It, it's yes. such a way to recognize how connected we truly mm-hmm. are. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know if anybody on, you know, listening to this it is atheist and doesn't really feel like there's a source or a mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. That's okay, too. That's okay, too, because you have some sort of a belief in yourself at some point and you're, you're just, just see it as connecting with yourself mm-hmm. in that moment. You don't have to have a name for the thing that you're trying to connect to or a religious background of any kind or anything like that. You don't have to be spiritual or religious, right? It's about letting yourself actually go and become still so that whatever mm-hmm. needs to come in has a space to do that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause we like, we're pretty good at filling up our spaces. Oh gosh, filling up that headspace. Yeah, we've been trained to do that by our devices. Uh, mm-hmm. We have conversations with people, and we're thinking about. We're not even listening to the the sentence or the question. We're thinking about how. What's the next thing we're going to say? 
-hmm. We're one step ahead all the time. And that's just scientific because your brain's constantly trying to figure out how to keep you surviving the moment that you're currently in. Right. And uh, some of it comes from ego and the need to be right about something or better or any of that. So the beauty of all of this and the affirming of how cool you really are, Brenda. Yeah. It's just such a cool gift to give to yourself. It really is. And we want to help you guys um, with a tool that that's going to play and be available right after a separate uh, podcast recording. But basically, it's going to be an af- a listening affirmation um, video and, and mostly audio. Really, really, it's audio. But so if you can do these kinds of things first thing in the morning, last thing at night, when you're driving, it's not something you're going to get into a me- meditative state or anything, but just... Right. Um, and you don't even have to think about it. You don't even have to repeat it. Um, but, but, but take and receive these, I am statements and these affirmations that again, we're trying to retrain that tape that's playing the negativity that, that happens over and over again. Absolutely. Affirming that you are something now wipes away the wanting of it. Right. And it just affirms that you currently have it. So it's a very powerful. Right. Thing so we hope do. you enjoy th- th- that. This actually concludes our season. I know. Season two. It's crazy. Of Find your lady tribe all about your midlife mindset. <laughs> and yeah. we hope that you have found, gleaned some information, some aha moments, uh, something to take back as a practice or just a, uh, you know, a, a new practice beliefs, whatever, some positivity. Yeah. for you and your journey through this midlife minutia. Exactly. exactly. So it's been such a pleasure. Such Brenda. a pleasure. Thank you. I'm so grateful to have had Tresson as co-host during <laughs> this you. amazing season. And if you would uh, send us your likes, comments and um, connect yep. with us where uh, our connection information is in the show notes on every, everything that we publish. So we would love to hear from you. And if this, yeah. anything that we've, shared has made an impact on you so thank you so when three or more more gather gather, we we are are tribe. tribe